lot of because I want revenge. That's this is what I'm talking about. I want revenge because you don't get to ruin decades of my research and say, "Oh, I'm my bad," and then and then you in the interview and still don't think you did anything wrong. You mother, you, they would have had to kill me. They, he'd have had to kill me, man. Your life's worth. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson, episode uh, seventy-two. You're listening to this Then I Just got back from JFL Canada um, Montreal um, It was a good time If you have any questions Comments Concerns You want advice from the advice champ Email me at bswithbrownsmith At gmail.com Or leave us a voicemail At 323-451-1980 If you ever find yourself In Austin, Texas Stop by the Comedy Mothership On Tuesday evening Where I host The best damn comedy show In the world Bottom of the barrel um, <clears throat> If you want to buy tickets And see me on tour Okay um, I'm also coming to A lot of places Later this year Florida um, uh, Specifically I want to say Tampa uh, Goddamn Somewhere in Canada um, All those places Just go to BrianSimpsonComedy.com To see if I'm coming In a city near you And if I'm not Go ahead and sign up for the daggone um, notification so you'll know when I'm coming to your city. Um, or you can go to my link tree on any of my social medias. That's BS Comedian on all social medias. <clears throat> um, yeah, so, Rob, um, you, we talked about doing more tech things, right? Yep. And and uh, and here we are. God damn. Sorry. <sighs> here we are with the tech stuff. Um, I just received my well a week, maybe two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago. I received my Samsung Odyssey G9 Neo OLED, forty nine inch super ultra wide, um, and it is fucking fantastic. Okay, little issues here, some scan lines pop up every now and then. Nothing that I would return it for. Um. It's obvious. So what I had before that was the LG Ultra Gear 45-inch Super Ultra Wide. Um, And this blows that out of the water. Um, Not that the LG's bad. Like, they're both pretty fucking awesome. The LG is, I think, about $300 cheaper. Um, It works great. But the LG is just a monitor. Which is different from this and the previous, because I also had the 49-inch Super Ultra Wide uh, uh, Neo G9, which was non OLED, it was uh, <clears throat> mini LED, and it was it was it was cool. Um, but I'm telling you, the OLED looks so so motherfucking good. And what's what what adds to this is that Samsung wants this to be a entertainment hub. It's it's not just a gaming monitor, even though it's a very good gaming monitor, but it's also like a smart TV almost. It, you know, you can it, it's got Wi Fi and Bluetooth, and you can connect all your shit to it. It has a Netflix and HBO and uh, you know and all of these things. Um, it has specific gaming mode and all that. The only only two real knocks on it. I give it a nine point five out of ten, and I take off those point ones because one, I guess, you know, it's Samsung, so you're gonna have quality control issues. Their UI fucking sucks. Kaizen OS is what they call it, and it's just slow and choppy, and um, you know, I'm just I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I love the features that it implements, but just dealing with the menus is so 
irritating. But you're not doing that most of the time. Um, you, you you keep it strictly in PC mode, which is what I do because I don't I don't see the point in watching Netflix through the monitor when I can just watch it, you know, on my computer. Which is, but it does come with a remote. So that's the other thing. It comes with a remote control, um, uh, and but the remote control is stupid because for you know it's nice to be able to click on like as if I'm watching the TV, click on Netflix, all those sorts of things, volume up, volume down. That's all cute, um, but it doesn't have any of the PC gaming monitor esque things on the buttons. If I want to do anything. To, that has anything to do with the monitor, I have to go into the menu and go do that shit, which is so stupid. Why not have gaming mode or whatever the fuck HDRs on the remote? It, like, why is it just TV buttons on the remote? That's crazy. It's, it's the TV part is just this bonus part that no one uses. No one is buying this monitor to watch TV on it. So I don't understand why the buttons on the remote don't aren't PC centric. Is what I'm saying. Um, hmm. Also, and this is something that can't be helped. I do miss I miss the vertical real estate a little bit. At least I did. Now I'm used to it because the LG Ultra Wide, the LG uh, the LG uh, 45 inch is uh, is 4K. So it's it's 45 inches wide, but it's 4K, so it, it, it's 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 higher, right? And this is this is basically a 49 inch wide 8K monitor cut in half. I'm sorry, no. Right? Am I? Did I get that wrong? Say it again. I think you said so, two so different things. What I'm saying is the the resolution of the 49 inch super ultra wide, the Samsung one, it's super wide because because the resolution it's supposed to be the equivalent of having two 27 inch 4K monitors side by side. So it's kind of half 8K is what they kind of claim, I guess. Um, but but that it makes it impossible for the for the for it to be vertically higher, right? Mm, and that mm, and mm, you mm-hmm. and you kind of outside of gaming, you kind of mi- like coming from the forty five inch LG, you miss it immediately. I don't miss it so much anymore. The LG sit in my closet. I'm about to send it to the to the uh, to the nephew, but um, you know, but 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 I'm telling you, I mean, as far as the gaming experience, it's fantastic. Everything looks fantastic on it. Um, the HDR isn't the best, but it's also damn good. It's just it's just a great all around purchase. If you got the bread to drop on it, I would buy it again, for sure. I you know I may still upgrade when the fifty seven inch mini LED comes out this year because that's it's the same width but it has a little more height because it's higher resolution. But there aren't any gaming cards that can run that except for the one I have, so I'm kind of waiting on that. Um, <clears throat> So that's what's going on. It's it's a it's a it's a major thumbs up to me. And again, I know there are going to be some people that have a bad experience because Samsung's quality control is fucking awful. Um, mm-hmm. I have not experienced any any deal breakers so far. <clears throat> so I would fully recommend uh, the purchase. I would also recommend the LG Ultra Gear Forty Five. It's 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 great too. It's a great OLED. It's not a, it's not as great as this. Um, but it's damn close. Like if you come in from something else, you won't be disappointed. Com- com- like mm-hmm. me having them back to back, comparing them side by side, man, it's tough. Um, also, the um, I, I got a, a little annoyed at the LG kind of asking me to turn itself off every five minutes, which is the same thing that happened 
because before that I had an LG uh, C2 as my monitor, which is basically was just a TV, but I was using it as a gaming monitor. And it would do the same thing. Like their LG OLEDs are like aggressive about, hey, we turning it off to clean the pixels. Hey, we turn it off to clean the pixels. And Samsung's like, hey, man, just break this motherfucker. We'll turn it off when you feel like it. <laughs> and I like that, you know, because like I don't, I don't want the monitor telling me what the fuck to do. Especially like in the middle of some shit. It'll just pop up. Mm-hmm. Knowing I'm playing a game. It's in gaming mode and the, and the shit will pop up in the screen. Pixel, turn it off for pixel. Reef, fuck that. Fuck them pixels. Um, but that's really my only knock on either thing. They're both excellent. Oh, the oh the other thing that, that the Samsung has an advantage is the Samsung has actual built-in speakers, and they aren't fantastic. But by you know they're not fantastic compared to like having a a, a, a separate like outdoor speakers outside the monitor speakers, but external speakers. But they but but compared to the built-in speakers for most monitors, this is top of the line, top notch. So. That is that. If you wanted me to talk more about tech, there it is. I, and the thing is, I'm not really a tech person. I I just get obsessive about the shit that I'm going to buy. So that's all I can tell you about is the shit that I buy. And it's it's mostly, it's TVs, monitors, headphones, cell phones, um, smartwatches. Outside of that, I can't really advise. You know, if it, mm-hmm. maybe there's uh, some other shit that I, that I left off the list. But that's pretty much it. I can tell you about gaming. I can tell you about monitors. I can tell you about TVs. I can tell you about headphones. I can tell you about smartphones. And, it, and my, my expertise pretty much ends right there. But if you want me to hear me talk more about tech, just let us know in the comments or in the goddamn email or whatever. All right. Let's get into it. Um. Janitor accidentally destroys one million dollars worth of research. Now I love this. I love this. I want to see where this is going. How does the janitor do this? Was this a freezer? Ah, oh, no, it was a freezer. I knew it. Professor KV Lakshmi feared her potentially groundbreaking research was endangered in September 2020 when a super cold freezer at the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in Troy, New York, went on the fritz. But she and her team took measures to protect their specimens until a repair crew could come a week later. A lockbox was placed around the outlet supplying power to the freezer, and a sign was put on its door in all caps notifying janitors they didn't need to clean, giving anyone annoyed by the freezer's beeping instructions on how to shut it off and pleading with everyone, please do not move or unplug it. Four days after the freezer started beeping, Lakshmi and her team came to the lab to find that someone had shut off power to the machine, destroying decades worth of research materials valued at nearly $1 million, according to a recently filed lawsuit. Nearly three years later, the university is suing Daigle Cleaning Systems, accusing the cleaning company it had recently hired of negligence and breaching its contract. In a lawsuit filed June 16th in New York Supreme Court in Rensselaer County, the, the lawyer representing the university said Dago failed to properly train a janitor who, after hearing the freezer's annoying alarms, used the lab's circuit breaker to cut its power. School officials are seeking at least $1 million, which they estimate is the cost of reproducing Lakshmi's research on photosynthesis that had the potential to be groundbreaking for solar technology. (laughs) Man, an ounce of prevention is the employee's training would have gone a long way here. Dango did not immediately respond Monday to a request for comment. In August 2020, I get it. I get it. So, What's happening here is, uh, you know, there's a lot more blame to go around than just the janitor. I mean, I would imagine that if decades worth of my research 
hinged on uh, people being observant of a sign, I would have took much stronger measures to prevent that. Why not just lock the fucking door? You know, this is this is all this is also a symptom of uh, what, what do we call it? What did you call it? Skimflation? Greedflation? Um, whichever the term is for the for how everyone out of the pandemic that had to run at half staff or cut corners, all these businesses, you like everyone assumed that everybody would rear back up and get back to normal, but but they've learned that they can survive with a skeleton crew. Oh. The bare minimum, right? So it's the same reason why now. I don't know how often you travel, Rob, but I, I have not been to a single hotel since the pandemic where the maids clean your room every day, which was the norm before. Um, yeah, unless you go, that's not true. Except for when I was in London at one of the like luxury joints. When I was in London at the daggone, um, I forget what they call it, one of them fancy motherfuckers, the Four Seasons, they cleaned mm-hmm. our rooms every day, which was awesome. you know. But they, they real butlery over there. But in America, every single hotel is like, yo, if you need towels or you need your room clean, come tell somebody. Otherwise, like if, you, if, you're, staying, if you're staying for less than three days, they're not going to clean your room. You got you to gotta ask them. Every three days, they'll come clean it automatically. But that's almost every hotel has some some of that nature, it, and every business is not every business, but but almost every field is doing something of that nature. And I'm guessing, you know, this is and I, I got I got flack on Twitter for commenting on this thing where the American Airlines baggage people were with somebody was filming him out the door tossing these bags, and you know roughly, and people were complaining. I was like, and the American Airlines CEO said, "We assure you that your baggage is not concerned." It's like, no, it isn't. Stop paying people <laughs> shitty money. And and then people jumped in, and it's so wild how people will, they will read one thing and defend some different thing. Like this is the straw man era, right? And it's like people jumped in acting like I was suggesting that that was an excuse for how the people were treating their bags. It's like no, but but you know what I what I was trying to convey is if the CEO gave a fuck about how people treated your bags, he would pay people more money. So he could he would offer more money for that position, so he would get quality people, <clears throat> right? right? When you offer when you offer the minimum, you get people that are willing to do. You get people that are desperate, not people that are good. And that's what this is what think, happens I here. We, I, no, go ahead. Go ahead. This is what's happening here. It's like this janitor was clearly a fucking idiot, right? He didn't really like. How do you not realize? How do you not know that you're cleaning a research place? Why would you unplug a freezer? Why would you unplug anything? You're the fucking janitor. Why would you go touch a circuit breaker? What what in the fuck is wrong with you? But, again, he ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer. You know? (laughs) You know? One of my false fathers would say, you about sharp as a bowling ball. (laughs) You know? Or he didn't unplug it, and they just blamed it on him because the research was going to go to shit. No, no. Why would they? I mean, I mean, because listen, if they if, if that's what happened, I don't think this would be. They would be in a trial. You know, because you have to. They will have to. They will have to prove that he did it. He's probably. I mean, he's admitted. Doing. He's admitting to having done it. Yeah, and he said it was annoying. He, stip- he stipulated to that. Yeah, 
He was saying that was he, a, thought he, he didn't realize that he had done anything wrong is what his claim is. Yeah, my guy, but you, you turned off the power to a freezer in a research facility. Like, I don't even think you got to be that intelligent to, 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 to realize that a, a freezer in a research facility is not just any old freezer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, here's, here's the other thing. If you were anywhere... Why would you unplug something that holds? Because the, the only reason there's a freezer or a refrigerator is to keep things from spoiling. So why would you unplug any a freezer in any situation? Where the fuck we? Where the fuck would that be okay? Is there a single place you can think of would be where it would be okay for you to unplug a freezer? That's crazy. Like your like, and your job don't have shit to do with any of that. Like, is there anywhere you could be working at a janitor and you would come across a freezer that's beeping loudly or whatever, and you would think it was cool for you to unplug it and not say nothing to nobody? How did you think you were doing a good thing? In what scenario is unplugging a freezer a good thing? At the at the very least, there's food in there. Whatever's in there is going to whatever because anything in the freezer need to be kept cold. So whatever's in there gonna go bad. What was in there? Decades of research. <laughs> well, what type of research? That could have it was it was research into photosynthesis that could yeah. have led to groundbreaking advancements in solar panel technology. It was plant material. It was plant material. They were they were yeah. testing the they were testing different um, genetic hybrids of like different plants and how they right. uh, photosynthesized. But there is a there is a there's a wrinkle here. So he the guy admits to having turned off the circuit breakers, but his story about why he did it is complete bullshit. He claims that he heard the alarms and thought that the alarms indicated that there was something wrong with the circuit breaker. So he reset the circuit breaker and then when the alarm went off, he thought that he had fixed whatever was causing the alarm, which is Complete bullshit. There's no fucking way to that. He just heard the alarm, didn't like the alarm, and turned off this, turned it off at the circuit breaker. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that could be feasible if the circuit breaker were in the room. You know, maybe I don't know. I don't maybe. buy that. But for also, a second, but though. but also, but also, here's here's my thing though. Hey, my guy, you the janitor. If you think it's something wrong with the circuit breaker. That's not your fucking job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You call you call whosoever job that is. That's not your job. And, si- and since you and since you inspecting every motherfucking thing, how did you miss the sign that said don't turn this off? <laughs> I mean, this guy and, and listen, I mean, listen, I'm 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 frustrated through empathy. If I actually worked on this, he'd probably be suing me. I would have lost my shit. Decades of research, and we gotta start over. Cause you gotta understand, you know those science, you know a lot of scientists, they die before their contribution is proven to be anything. You know what I mean? Like we was lucky that um, I forget his name, but remember a few years back when um, when they found the Higgs boson and the, the Large Hadron Collider, and the mm-hmm. dude, that old dude, that was sitting over there crying. I think he dead now. I don't. I'm not sure. But it's like 
that most people, mathematicians, scientists, whatever, it's like when they have some groundbreaking theory or something like that, they don't live to see it come come to fruition. So imagine spending 10, 20 years on something. Well, they said decades, so multiple decades, at least 20 years on something. And now you you 55, 60, and you got to start over. You might not live to see the results. Man, they'd had to pull yeah. me off that motherfucker. They'd had to pull me off. It was, uh, it, was, it was Peter Higgs was the one who was crying at CERN. Peter Higgs, right. Peter Higgs of Higgs boson fame. So this imagine that. A, a lot of scientists don't get to, again, they don't, This because this is something Peter Higgs theorized about the Higgs boson decades ago. You know, and he didn't know if he didn't know how long it was going to take them to find it, and he just he was lucky enough to be one of the very few that got to see the. You know, think about it. Einstein dead. He ain't get to see all this wonderful shit that we that came up with from his equations and all these all the experiments that have verified all the shit he thought he theorized. He don't, he ain't allowed to see that shit. So imagine thinking you this close to seeing your shit, seeing your shit come to fruition, and this motherfucker. Cause he thought. Cause you thought. See, this is see, this is the shit that Marinko would never get out of me. I'm telling you right now. One of the things is being on time makes me really anxious. Being, I mean, being, not being on time makes me really anxious. And and a, a motherfucker that can't follow simple instructions fucking pisses me off. It pisses me the fuck off. Because you go out of your way to be extremely clear. Because that's what I would have done. I mean, I would have done more extra shit. You know, you should have made that whole room idiot proof. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I think I would have got violent. Fuck this lawsuit. We could take that lawsuit money and put some money on his head. You know? What if there was about to be a major breakthrough and a corporation was like, hey, janitor, we're going to pay you 50 grand. Go shut that shit off. Nah, we make it look like an accident. What we do is we act like also giving. We invite them that we invite them back to work, and we we put another beeping freezer on the other side of the building. But it's a booby trap, <laughs> and this stupid motherfucker go to. <laughs> I because I want revenge. That's this is what I'm talking about. I want revenge because you don't get to ruin decades of my research and say, "Oh, I'm my bad," and then and then you in the interview and still don't think you did anything wrong. You motherfucker. <laughs> You, they would have had to kill me. They, he'd have had to kill me, man. Your life's work, bro. That would be like, cause, cause that's bro. That's why I started. I, I maybe I'm not the first comic, but but since I started comedy, I was probably a year in the comedy before I discovered. I started fucking around with the note apps, you know. And the first one was called Springboard. I tried to put everybody on. They went out of business, and then I found Evernote. I've been fucking with Evernote ever since. Now my shit's all. It's all mixed up across Evernote and Google Notes and Samsung Notes, but 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 you know when I first started, I I lost my first little joke book, and I, I ain't have enough jokes where it mattered. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh damn, what if I had like ten years worth of jokes in there? And there ain't no more fucking way. So so it's like that. Imagine you've been in the game ten years, fifteen years. All your jokes is, and I know people that do this. All their jokes is written down on paper, like fucking crazy people. Right, it ain't backed up digitally and where anyway, bro. Yo, they they got Mark programs Norman. where you could just mail people pages and they'll scan them and mail you the pages back. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, he's an insane person. Mark Norman like, has like a fistful of just pieces of just paper, pie, just p- 
piles of joke books, and and and, and it, it makes me nervous because, you know, it, it, I'm saying it from a place of love. It makes me nervous. I'm like, what if something happened? A, a flood, a fire, a mugging, anything, and it, and it's like thousands of pages of your brilliance just gone. Now, obviously, he would keep writing more shit, but I, but bro, that should break. That should break. That'll break you, bro. That would break me. If all the jokes I had now were just gone, that would break me. I would fucking hurt somebody. And, and, and especially if you were like, oopsie, I still don't see what I did wrong. I would kill you. I'd fucking kill you. What do you mean you don't see what you did wrong? Oh, I just thought this was trash, so I put it in the incinerator. Why you thought it was trash? It was in my office in a drawer marked don't touch. You know what I mean? Fuck you touching shit. Oh, I can't forgive this man. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. You're not sorry enough, my guy. At the end of the interview, he still did not appear to believe he had done anything wrong, the suit states, but was just trying to help. Well, you know what they say. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Fuck what you was trying to do. You know what? <clears throat> this is not my stuff. I'm just, I don't know why I'm getting so upset for these people. But fuck. <clears throat> fucking idiot. <clears throat> Stupid fucking. <sighs> Just a low life, amoeba worth of intelligence. <laughs> Grumpy locals disabling auto taxis. Yeah, people, yeah. what's wrong with these people? I wonder where this is because. San Francisco. Um, okay, okay, obviously. So, yeah, I saw uh, people doing this. Like, we have these uh, cars in Austin, and now these fucking idiot college kids are going to start doing this. But we, since I moved here, the, every, every, every night at, like, you know, 9 p.m., 7 p.m., something like that, these uh, these driverless cars are driving all around fucking Austin, Texas. And, you know, nobody fucks with them. So, it's like, so people have figured out how to fuck with them, how to stop them in the middle of the street, put a cone on, all this stuff. It's like, what, why do you get off on that? Well, I think like fucking, I, it, they're getting revenge on the robo-taxi companies because these cars keep getting stuck in traffic or blocking blocking intersections that kind of shit nah no they don't that's people that's people fucking with them like like uh i saw the video came out today of like they tried to make it look like the car was blocking the intersection but it's just it was just a crowd of people that wouldn't move you know what i mean it's a safety thing but i've never ever seen one of these cars make a mistake and they and i literally i see i see one every single day in all manner of neighborhoods, making all manner of turns and all that. And it's like, they, they're not going to just stop for no reason. You know, and I'm not, and again, I'm not acting like they, they can't make mistakes, but it's definitely not widespread. You know, it's not, it's not something, you know, I've only seen one video of one or, or two of these cars being stopped. And one was someone put a cone on the hood, like this picture here. And the other one was the one I just saw yesterday where it was, there was a, there were a crowd of people just up in front of it barely off camera and they were trying to act like the car was just sitting there for no reason you know and it's like I, you know I think people just like the people just like me him you know well, like, would, you, I, would your I, attitude change if you thought that this was like it was a significant issue like if these cars were malfunctioning to some I mean, it would, it, significant it, it, it would degree I mean yeah it, but it but it would depend on how significant because are they f 
Sure, but I'm 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 just trying to get at your your issue is that you believe that this is that they're not being honest about the reason for doing this and yes, the reason exactly. why you think they're not being honest. I, I, the reason why I your interpretation these, is that they're not being honest because you don't think it's actually a problem. Right. I think these are clout demons, just like most things like this. No. Yeah. No. I mean, sure. because look, if if it were a widespread problem, where's all the footage? These are just clout demons that want that want to get interviewed. And, like, bro, you, you got to understand the times we're living in and how how there are some people that are just unbelievably desperate for attention. That they'll make things up. Remember the lady, remember the lady that said the, that the Mexican couple kidnapped her children or tried tried to kidnap her children. And she's on the news getting interviewed and all this. No one got damn well surveillance footage. <laughs> she, she just she she just had stars in her eyes. Oh man, I'm going to blow up on TikTok and I'm, actually, you know what's funny? She was already pretty decently popular on social media. She was a a parenting thing, right? Remember we talked about her a couple few episodes ago. And and do you remember she, Balloon Boy? Go oh, go ahead. I don't know what that is. Um, no, but did you did you find her name? What's what's what's, what's I'm what was look, the trying name? to look her up right now. I think they were at a were they at a craft store? Sherry Papini? Um California woman who faked her own abduction. Are you saying it was her children's she faked that it was uh, her children's her children's abduction? Yeah, it was her children. She said they tried to steal uh yeah, here it is. Oh here Katie Katie Sorensen. Yep, Kat, no, Kathleen Sorensen is what I have. Well, Katie, Katie Sorensen, the same name. Katie Sorensen. Oh, it's Katie, the same. Kathleen okay, Sorensen. I ain't know. I didn't know Katie was sure. Okay, um, sentenced to three months in thing. prison for knowing for knowingly making false report of a crime. Yes, yeah, so she was already an influencer, and then just got in her car and said this Mexican couple tried to steal her kids. Got on a car and told the whole to her whole following, and it's like. Yeah, it's people. Of course, people will lie on an electric car. What are we talking about? For no other reason than clout. Authorities said both the accused couple and store surveillance video resoundingly contradicted the account given back to them by Sorensen. Yeah, so, so it's like, I mean, well, who are these people? Like, yeah, I don't believe these motherfucking people, especially when there ain't no video proof. You know? Sorensen, who described herself on social media as a mom influencer, said the couple gave her, quote, the heebie-jeebies and weren't clean-cut individuals. What does that mean? What is that code for? <laughs> they, they weren't uh, white enough. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I don't know. I, you know what? I ain't even going to go there. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just, I, sound, I sound like I'm a broken clock. Okay. Um. Uh, no, I don't believe those people. Eighty percent, eighty-seven percent. Whoa, what is this about video games? Eighty-seven percent missing. The disappearance of classic video games. Oh come on, man! Why won't this link work? Oh, right here. Okay, eighty-seven percent missing. The disappearance of classic video games. New study reveals most classic video games are completely unavailable. I don't give a fuck about any of that. When they say classic, what do they mean? Oh, they mean they. So they they broke it down Historical by game. 
Yeah, they broke it down by decade. So they're looking at the availability by percentage of titles that were released between, let's say, you know, 1975 to 1979, 1980 to 1984, etc. And the vast majority of uh, video games from the from 2009 or before are unavailable. Now, when they say unavailable, that doesn't include piracy. So, if something is only available through piracy, then it's considered to be unavailable. But that has its own issues, obviously. Well, you know, um, I mean, what was the year? The cutoff before what year? 2009. I mean, I'm not really interested in playing any of those games. I, you know, and I and I know that I don't I don't get how I'm, I know that there are a lot of people that are into it. The retro shit, I don't. I'm not. I, I don't get it. I don't get the obsession with something that's not as good. Actually, that's not true because there were some some damn masterful um, games back then. That and I, and I and I guess I understand the nostalgia for a time where you bought a game and you just got the whole game, you know. And mm-hmm. now it's like they're trying to sign you up for a service, so you pay forever and all this, you know. And I I, I get it, I get it. Well, but it's all uh, it's also like the the inability to research stuff or explore or discover different things you know because it's not just the masterpieces that should be preserved because you know if you if you're doing research on novels or an author or something you can pretty much go back and get virtually any novel that was ever that was ever published and we take pretty great pains to try to preserve music and film and TV and it's considered it's considered a huge tragedy that so many silent films were lost because they just weren't preserved weren't preserved so I can see the argument for trying to preserve the, you know as when, many when do, video, when do video games enter the into public domain or, or is um, that not even a thing no they can enter public like domain I Super mean, Mario Brothers a, public now no, because it's because the problem is video games only really go back to like 1979, and it's the traditional public domain is what 101 years from the life of the author, or it was it what was it? I should know that off the top of my head. Seventy years after the death of the creator, Or if copyright expires, but generally copyright expires after seventy years after the death of the creator, the author. So if games yeah, are yeah, from nineteen seventy nine, I don't know what the solution to this would be. I mean, because because like I said, I don't think there's enough people that care for for this to like for us to make some kind of change here. Um, what do you think? One change that the article brings up is treating classic video games similar to novels, albums, and movies where libraries can maintain them in an archive and make them widely accessible through the archive. I know, and I was like, and I guess, I guess I'm, I've, kind of, people, I've kind of put my reputation out there as a gamer, but I'm not really. Not that much. Not this much. 
you know i'm not, i'm not i'm not nostalgic for old shit i think that's a white people thing too you know my whole life i've had roommates and it was it was always when i had white roommates that they like vent, they want vintage shit in the backyard they want you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, look at this rusty toaster that might burn the house down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, look at this chair I found. Bitch, if you don't take that back outside. <laughs> have, you not, have you not heard of bed bugs, bitch? You know? It's like it was, I always had to argue with my right roommates about that. Like, yeah, we don't need a radiator, bro. What you, how, where you, where you going to hook that up at in this modern home? Where you going to put a radiator? Yeah, but this was from the fifties. Yeah, so was asbestos. We stopped fucking with that shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry that you know, you know what, uh, Rob. See, you, uh, Rob always try to. I think he be. I think he be planning on me ending the podcast on um, on a negative negativity. Note. A lot of people have commented on me regard when, uh, what I was saying about um. Dudes playing female avatars online. And um, somebody said, there are lots of girls playing online, but girl means guy in real life. <laughs> Love the show, my friend. Well, thank you, sir. And that's true. Um, most of the gamers are guys. Despite what some of these websites try to tell you, that's not true. 99, 99 is a little much. But I'm, I, I think I would feel safe saying 85. About 85%. Of the people I encounter, actually, it's, no, it's got to be less than that. Most of the people I encounter online are men, even if they have a female avatar, even if they have a female name. I was playing Overwatch last night, and one of the guys was quiet for the whole game, and his name was, um, it was like Cute Black Mom or something like that. And one of the dudes said something racist. He, one of the dudes said, there are no cute black moms. And then the dude got on the mic and was like, fuck you. And then this dude was neither black nor a mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, so it's like, you don't know, nothing's real on here. But so most of the, most of the people I encounter are men. That's just what it is. Um, and I don't know what it is. Is it is it that men desire fantasy, like to men fantasize more and so we need that outlet, that fantastical outlet. Or maybe it's that men use up, women use up all their fantasy shit fantasizing about a perfect man that ain't real. You know what I mean? Yeah. We 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 actually go online and like like you know what? I I I'd rather be a wizard. You know? I don't know. Um, women want to be a wizard, but in real life. One um, article that I found says that when it comes to gender swapping in video game avatars, most men say that they switch to female avatars because it's more pleasurable to look at or there are more aesthetically pleasing character options or clothing options or what have you. Um, and then most women say that they switch to male avatars to avoid harassment. Mm. So, I can I can see that. I can see both of those things being true. I don't know mm. how true they are, but I can see both those things being true. What, but wait a minute, how does having a male avatar keep you from being harassed? Women, I mean, women will be harassed on 
a lot of online games if it comes out that they are female. Yeah, but having a male avatar doesn't stop people from. You know what I'm saying? Because because a lot of men have female avatars and they don't they don't just get harassed because they got a female avatar. You know. The, yeah, but I mean, women, the women don't, the women don't get harassed until people know they're a woman. That's when they hear their voice. You know. Yeah, but I but I mean, you can also you can also see how it'd be easier to be incognito if you're because I know a lot of women who play video games where they they have a male avatar and they're just off mic because they know as soon as they go on as soon as they go on mic then they know that everybody's going to clock them as a female. Yeah, but isn't that true whether they have a male avatar or not? I, I, I'm I'm just trying to say I'm just trying to get down to why how does having a male avatar keep you from being harassed when people don't know you're a woman either way? Like no, like this day and age, like no one assumes you're a woman because you have a female avatar because everybody well, knows I, that those are. I I think I, well I think men who play female avatars also sometimes get harassed in games. Hmm. Um, yeah, and 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 maybe they, maybe they don't really care as much because it's whatever it's a fucking video game they don't really care but yeah, that could be it, more affecting it, if you have to deal with that in real life as well you know I can see that I'm not it, saying that that's necessarily the case but I can see that it really depends on the fan base too right because uh, yeah yeah I mean because I had I'll put it like this I I hardly ever see. It. Women get harassed in that way. It, it's mm-hmm. only—I mean, I've been playing Overwatch since it came out, and um, ninety ninety-nine percent of the time, when there's a woman on the team, no no one's harassing her. Because because here's the other thing too: she's yeah. usually real good, you know. So that's that's the <laughs> other side of it. It's like she's usually very good, and they're usually healers for some reason or support, and they're usually very good, and and and. I think only once or twice have I heard somebody get real out of pocket, and people usually check them right away. And Overwatch is a very toxic community, you know. But mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, I get. I guess I. I don't know how to explain it, but I. 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 I think I don't know if women on and online get harassed more, or if they just are more sensitive to it. Because I've, you know, because like on a daily basis, I hear real fucked up things get said to everyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and so, but I, I don't think the, you know, the toxicity, I, I just, I, you know what it is? I think men don't get made as uncomfortable by the toxicity because, you know, we're, it's not connected to how, how we live our real lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, I, th- I think if you harass a woman online, it's a continuation of harassment that they experience in, out in real life. But if, if you say some fucked up shit to a man online, it's just like, whatever, you know? Right. Because it's not, it's like, this doesn't happen to me unless I'm on here. I can just get off here. Because that's, that's, that's always what people offer. It's like, why don't you just block them on chat? You know? It's like, I don't know. That's what I do. I just, but people, people say fucked up shit to me all the time. You know, every now and then people will hear my voice and say some racist shit. And I just block them. I just block them, mute them, boom. And, but for some people, I guess it's not that simple. You know? It's like I just block every. I, I mean, I, I my block list on Blizzard.net is probably a thousands of people. You know, I don't know what the I don't know what the solution to that is. It's like you you can't stop that shit on the internet. Not a, not in the gamer community. It's a bunch of fucking animals. Do, you, do you, did you play Call of Duty in two thousand 
2008. Mm-mm. Boy, them, them lobbies was... <laughs> Bro, those Call of Duty lobbies was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like, it was almost like a race to the bottom. You know? Now they've, nipped, now they've really nipped this shit in the butt, especially see now on Overwatch. They're recording the audio. At least, at least they say they are. They're recording the audio in case it needs to be reviewed. They, um, you know, you can report somebody, they get banished. You know, and, I, and another thing I love is they tell you when the person you reported gets banished. So I love that. They go, good job. You report it's gone. So I like that. The but shadow I, but, realm. Yeah, but I think that's all you can do. In fact, you know what happened to me yesterday? I, I did. I talked some shit. I wasn't having a good game, and somebody on my team was talking shit. And and you know, and I said something about his mama. And he was like, "Take that back." You know, she 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 wasn't into this. Because here's the thing: it's it was nothing wrong. Like what I said wouldn't have got me banned. I was just like, "Sorry, man, I was being distracted by your mama." <laughs> Overwatch makes her moist, <laughs> and. And he was like, take that right. back. You know? And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I take it back. And I had no reason to take it back. I just, you know, I didn't want to go into it with no negativity. And I think we won the game. No, we didn't win. But I just don't put negativity into my matches. And then I block the people that's negative. You know? Because I'd play, I rather play with positive people that aren't that good than people that are constantly yelling and fucking telling people what to do and all of this kind of shit. That shit's stressful, dude. To um, be in a lobby games? or in a game. Like, well, competitive games where people are just, like, talking trash all the time. Like, it's just, I just don't find it that fun. Yeah, well, that's why I'm hesitant. Even if to, I'm winning. To, that's why I'm hesitant to stream. Because a lot of, now the cat's out the bag that I play a lot of Diablo 4. Level 100 Druid, by the way, by now. Um, just fucked up my build because I decided to go com- go completely the opposite direction from Lightning Werewolf to fucking Earth Druid, and I and I had to redo my whole Paragon. But it was just it was such a mistake. I mean, it isn't, but I'm just so not. I haven't played Earth Druid in since level 20 or something, so I just don't. It is it the way the way I flow. It's just it ain't, it ain't the same flow, and I'm just I don't know. But I got tired of dying in PvP, so I wanted to be tougher, and it just was a whole other thing. Um, but but people want to join me in games. People have asked me at shows, hey, let's play together. People comment on stuff. Hey, let's do some dungeons. And it's like, I just don't want the thing I enjoy to become work. You know? Because I, I, I can make a lot of money on Twitch probably. But I, but it's like it's the thing I do in outside of work that I enjoy, and I don't want that to become work too. Um, but maybe I'm looking at it too cynically. Maybe I'll en- I'll still enjoy it, but but to be beholden to a schedule and all this other shit, I just don't want to fucking deal with it. But maybe maybe it'll come. I mean, I, I have all the stuff to set it up. I just I'm just hesitant. Um, <clears throat> oh, speaking maybe of which, three games. NTC to- TikToker. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this was making the rounds. There are there's an NPC fetish. I have I, man, you learn something new every day. Did, oh, did you send that to me, Rob? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's an NPC fetish where pe- women get paid to let people control them. 
with dialogue mm-hmm. or do they have to have automatic responses to? And uh, can you play this for the crowd, Rob? Just a little clip of it. Is this okay? Coconut, so good. Mmm, coconut, so good. Balloon. Grab, 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 grab. Mmm, coconut, so good. Grab, 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 grab. Balloon. Grab. I also have I have some other ones that were even worse because that's like yes. that's like the entry level NPC TikTok. I mean, bro, listen, if, if, listen, look, guys, look. D- this right here, this type of shit goes to show. It's like the it's like all of these easy ass ways that a hot woman can make money. They need <laughs> to shut the fuck up. Only sevens and below need to be in the feminist movement. Do you, the rest of you, you, you like, you sexy without trying hoes. Just be quiet, cause you, cause, you know, I mean, you don't have to be quiet, but I ain't listening to you, cause you could, you could put on a, you could put on a daggone swimsuit, and go online and just say banana, 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 <laughs> and pay your bills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like what like what are we talking about here? Y'all you can't complain. I mean you can complain. Like you I'm not saying because you can sex work that this inequality is isn't real. But I'm just saying this is what I've always said about the men women thing, is that sure, a woman's ceiling is capped, but so is her floor. A pretty woman. A decent looking woman. I mean, you ain't even got to be a bad bitch. You know, a decent woman can't fall as low. Like a, a, a downtrodden woman can't fall as low as a downtrodden man. As long as she ain't ugly. As long as she's not repulsive. Somebody out there take care of your ass. Right? Or you could start a motherfucking account somewhere and get this bread. Like, if I was a bad I swear. And then that's why it makes me mad. You know, if... It, if a bad bitch asked me for something, I was like, what? Bitch, you better go start an account. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, let the homely girl ask for favors. You, or, or some of them think they like, they think they above sex work. You know what I mean? Brain, can I, right. can they, can they borrow $400 so I can pay my rent? Nope. You too motherfucking fine for that. You better pop your pussy. <laughs> while you still can. You know what I'm saying? You don't even need to. <laughs> But I'm not. I don't want to do that sort of thing. Okay, then be homeless then, which you won't be. You know what I'm saying? Because okay, again, I ask this question all the time. When last time you seen a bad bitch on the street? The homeless lady that stopped me outside on my smoke break. I know why she homeless. Right? Yeah, she she homeless because she looked like somebody. She looked like somebody beat her in the face with a. Uh, with some frozen apples in a sock, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah, just mush. Huh, huh, huh. I said there, so there's, there's a clip. There's a clip. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this, this. But, but, uh, but I'm just saying, it's like you're not gonna see nobody that look like uh, you're not gonna see nobody that look that that look like uh, uh, what's the girl's name? Icy Spice. Mm. You're not gonna see nobody that look like Icy Spice. There was that fine one by the creek for a while, but then after three months, she's not fine anymore. Well, and she has a mental disorder. She wears she, a diaper. Hold on, was she fine? 
From far away, yeah. Well, nigga, that's not fine. From far, what are you talking about? From far away, that's like you saying. <laughs> that's like you saying, yeah. If I take my glasses off, she look like Beyonce. Well, that's that's not how she look. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying. Well, let me, and listen, let me the only exception this. is if it's some kind of mental health thing, like they done lost their fucking mind, or drugs, or drugs. Yeah, drugs but, but 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 no. But think. But the thing is, if it's drugs, they not fine no more. And we. We've seen, I've seen this multiple times, you know, where it's like, yeah, she was bad in high school and she got on that shit. I mean, and, and, and you can tell because again, you know, people, people that get strung out, women that get strung out, they still walk like they got the ass from before. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ass missing, like you. So when you see when you see a crackhead with a funny walk, just picture picture they got a fatter ass, and the walk makes sense. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we need to get the fuck out of here. You want to do, do one voicemail? We got. We've been getting some voicemails. You want to do one voicemail? Yeah, let's do it. This is not Tony, but it is somebody who's currently on a lot of edibles in the Spirit Terminal of the Los Angeles International Airport. I've been listening to the podcast a lot recently, and I want to hear both your thoughts and Tony's thoughts on this section. Um, I'm listening to episode 64, and I have a question about the child labor laws, more of an opinion you express, that have recently been passed in states like Iowa and others. Do you not think that these child labor laws that are allowing kids as young as 14 to work are really just designed to recruit people who are willing to work for the poverty wages that most adult workers are either unwilling to work for or unable to subsist on uh, given the cost of living and the inflation in the recent pandemic. Um, Here's to hear your thoughts on all of us. Thanks. Much love. Here's to hear your thoughts on flying and being in airports with drugs. Uh, Take care. Bye. Did you hear that? I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is. Uh, him, so he has, a, that, he has he, an accent. Heard, did he say he was Tony or not Tony? He's saying he's not Tony. This is not Tony. Although he has a, I assume it's a New Zealand accent because he, but uh, but uh, it could also be Australian. I don't have a great track record picking the difference out between those two. But he is on. He is calling while he's on edibles in the spirit terminal of Los Angeles International Airport. Um, and he so maybe it was to ask Tony. whether... Maybe it was just Tony's Tony. shadow self. Okay, okay. Well, what is it, what, so what is he saying? Because he, didn't, he asking, didn't just sound like Tony, but he had the same inflections and everything. The same pauses. Uh-huh. Yeah. He has a slightly different voice, though. Anyway, he was asking... Um, about the laws that we mentioned in episode 64, where uh, they are allowing in, a, in multiple states across the country, uh, children as young as 14, in some places even 12, work in factories and other places. And he's saying, do we think that those laws are designed to hire people at poverty wages? Because 14-year-olds will work poverty wages that um, that adults won't be willing to work. And then also generally, if you had any thoughts on 
flying and being in an airport while on drugs? Um, yeah, I mean, I do it every time I fly. Um, <laughs> that's easy. Um, I think the key is to not be on any drugs until you're in the airport, like past security. You know, because you don't want people, you know, you don't, you know, and, and even though it's like it's legal and everything or decriminalized, but but you don't want. Um, like, well, how do you get the drugs through security? It's legal. Well, no, weed's not. I mean, once you go past security, technically you are on like federal yeah, uh, but 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 people only property, talk. So they they only think like that in the small towns, like in the, all the major airports. They're not fucking with people over weed and shrooms and shit. Like true. like maybe if you if you had a bunch of cocaine, that would be a problem. But they looking for bombs and weapons sure. and shit. Like it, most places, especially yeah. if it's legal in that city, they're not fucking with you. I mean, I fly with weed every single time I fly. Pretty much. But is it a vape pen? No, I don't vape. Oh, you fly Edibles. with flour. Edibles, okay. edibles. That's fly, different. Fly yeah. yeah, but it's like, but you see, you can you keep flour in a plastic bag, but you pick up the edible. Literally says it is weed, you know. Yeah, and I and I and I have that bitch on my in my carry on. You know, it ain't you know yeah. they don't they don't care. They really don't. I mean, no one no one stopped me. You know. Um, now I think now maybe it would be different if you had like a um, like if you were stinking of weed, like if you had like a um, like a pipe that something was burnt in already or something like that. I ain't never done no dumb shit like that. Um, but anyway, as far yeah, as I think being the fear high, there would be I, that a, I, a drug dog would alert to that. Yeah, I just pop a gummy. Yeah, but like I said, the drug the drug dogs ain't, ain't looking for weed. They looking for cocaine and higher. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, because we would just be a waste of time because they, they would just lose the case. I'm sure that's what happened. They've lost enough of the cases or they've been dismissed or the fine is, you know, 40 bucks or something that's not even worth. Like, they spent more prosecuting it than they get, you know, so they, it's like they don't waste time doing that shit, mostly. Um, I've been told to throw it away. Like, I had a vape pen one time. Yeah, somebody like, might tell you to. They'd be like, you just got to throw it away. They're like. They're like, they're like uh, in California? They're like, is, no. This is in Louisiana. Uh, well, that well, that place sucks. Okay. Um, yes, it does. What was his other question? Do I think that the child About labor the, laws um, just trying to trick adults into working? Low pay, low for low. No, wages. no, no, no. That that. Yeah. Well, I think he's coming at it from two angles. One, that children will work for lower wages, which is true. I think. Also, does increasing the source of labor reduce like that's a bargaining chip then so they can reduce the pay for adults as well because they're like look either you got to do it for this amount of money or i'll bring in a 14 year old who'll do it for five dollars less yeah i don't i don't know man i mean i think the the general consensus on the pod is that the children yearn for the minds so facts um i don't know if this is going to work again this is some kind of weird because you, you look, you combine this with the Hollywood strike and some of the other trends that are happening in in business, and it's like it's almost like the powers that be think they can turn the clock back to like laissez faire capitalism and just 
and like they think that's that's possible without a hitch. It's like how the fuck are you going to convince an, convince an entire generation of people that are used to having a, a decent standard of living to just go back to just abject poverty while you get rich? Like this, it's just bro. I'm telling you, this may be the la- this may be the year. People might look back at this time as like, oh, that's when like America, like the revolution started. Cause because even though I think the right wing talking points are anti labor, most people stop most people cut that shit out when it comes to affecting their money. And so once you start fucking with everybody's money, how are you gonna how are you gonna blame the person next to them? Cause, that, Cause that's what's happened. That's what's been happening for the last, you know, so so you know, few decades, is the rich were, you know, I mean, that was the whole purpose of Jim Crow and all that shit was like for the rich to take to take advantage of poor whites and have them blame black people, you know, or 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 you know, in, in more modern times, Mexican people for taking your mm-hmm. jobs. You know what I mean? The same people that fund the politicians that tell you the Mexican people are taking your job are the same people that want that are hiring the Mexican people to pay under the table, so so, so they can have cheap labor. So it's, it's that kind of thing. It's like, what is it that they think the end result is going to be? That people are just gonna, I don't know. Who's going to send their kids to go work at sixteen? Who won't send their kids to work in a coal mine? Poor people. Or work in a fad. Yeah, and uh, because all it's going to take, you know, because there's a reason why we stop doing those things. Because people die. You know, there's a reason why there's safety regulations, because without them, people die. There's a reason why there's a working age limit, because without them, children die. Right? The same people that claim they're protecting kids. Right, remember from drag shows, they were they more than happy for their kid to go work in a chemical factory. Go work for 3M. You know? And have your kids, you know, ha- have your kids fucking hands and feet go through puberty before they they the rest of their body. <laughs> you know, cuz they're around some mystery chemical. I don't know who's down for that. I mean, but you know what? Most most people are dumb. This is this is we're doomed. We're doomed. And this is another episode that ends with cynicism. <laughs> <laughs>